Yep, loud and clear. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of NC Anime. The anime here. We have uh, fellow co-host. Oh, hello guys. My name's Roanoa Kemi. <clears throat> and today we're gonna do a really interesting topic for the 18th episode. Um, no, 19th episode actually. And what we're gonna do for the 19th episode is discuss the meta and how Yu-Gi-Oh! has been evolving going into 2022. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion right now? 2022 Yu-Gi-Oh! at the moment. Because we just got Brothers of Legends released. Synchro Storm has somewhat of an impact. Ghost of Destiny was huge. What do you think it's going to be? Uh, what do you think is going to be what? Well, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to change more or is it going to stay the same? Um, It really all depends on the player's play style. Like, um, in Brothers of Legend, there's like new the layer list cards, like, you know, the one that's like a, mon- like a dark blue and no more. The only yeah. downside is you have to control a Lairless monster, which Tri-Brigade Lairless is one of the top decks right now. But I don't think it's worth playing. Um, same with the 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 Requital, which pays 600 light points, draw two cards. Um, it's not searchable. I don't think it's worth it either. Um, and just today, actually, we see the OCG ban list that they banned um, Fusion Destiny. Um oh. The thing is, in the OCG, they have uh, Dark Dragoon banned. So, and they have, they've not been Anaconda. And, of course, in, in the TCG, I think Anaconda is a huge problem in the game. The fact that you can just send, like, a spell speed for, like, super polymerization is just so unfair. You know? Well, so okay. I, Anaconda you, uh, with, okay, so... Hmm? The, 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 the super poly is spell speed is it can be activated, but like it only copies the effect. So technically, if they send Super Poly, you can still respond to Link Zorde uh, Anaconda. You can still respond. That's true, but same thing with Red Eyes Fusion. Like you could send yeah. all these such powerful fusion spells. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 which I think. They're gonna have to do something with the with Destiny and Destiny Hero and Phoenix Enforcer mm-hmm. because of much of a problem it is. To be fair, if Fusion Destiny was never in the game, then DPE would not be splashable in every deck. You know what I mean? It kind of like takes me back a long time ago when Dangers was first released. It's kind of like you know, oh, like Upstart Goblin and Legs, and like you know. Like you just put in dangers in any deck, and there you go. You got yourself a deck. It's just so. Unfair. I mean, it's just like uh, when people kept splashing in brilliant fusion. They get that extra normal summon off the, off, you know, using a garnet and using uh, I think light materials. Just to get I thought that it was like mostly summon. used. I thought it was mostly used in zombie lights Warren when that was a meta deck at the time. Well, you know, I kept seeing play, and even when you had Dryad uh, format. Brilliant Fusion was a staple three of. Mm. Everyone kept playing it to get that extra normal sub. Even yeah, though like Garnet Brilliant or... Fusion, mm. even you know, even if they played the Garnet, the Sapphire or whatever. Yeah, Trip Clown um, is a free special summon, yeah. Mm. They kept playing it just because they were they were basically when they traded off of it, they will be able to Trigger, Trick Clown, Special Summon, pay a thousand, have an extra normal summon. So that mm-hmm. card summoned three monsters at resolution. And then it also made other, it made, basically, it just made deck building lazy at that point. Mm. Because you have three materials now on field. You have, you know, three cards on field outside of the normal summon, the extra normal summon. So if that 
fusion monster from brilliant fusion that you summoned triggered, you have a choice to say, okay, so now I have an additional normal summon. So you get two normal summons now. Because when you activate an effect like double summon, it just adds an extra summon. It's not like mm-hmm. one of those effects that you immediately gain the summon, you know? Yeah, yeah. So now you have two summons, and you it's, it applies to any monster for two summons. You know, I the only double summon effect that I use consistently is uh, Scrap Raptor, only because it normally summons... It gives a scrap monster additional normal summon that turn. Mm-hmm. So, but like that's powerful in itself because it just gives another free material, and then look, you know, the effect of special summoning and then keep doing combo is also really good. So, double normal summon is actually broken. So, destiny fusion in that way. Is broken in totally more ways. Well, hear me out. If double summon is broken, why is nobody playing the double summon spell? If a double normal summon is so good, think about that. Double normal summon is good, but the reason why people don't play double summon spell is because it's it's a negative one card advantage. Well. Even then, like back in then, uh, when Prank Kids first came out, people were playing double summon so they can get the extra normal summon because there was no Link 1 in the time. So, double summon does have some, you know, good experience in this past. So. Oh, yeah, it's still, it's like, uh, well, let's see. Use negative 1. Use a card so you gain an extra monster on field so it's actually neutral if you go about in card advantage. The reason why but brilliant fusions busted. You go like plus two, plus three card advantage off of that one card. Hmm. Fusion destiny is actually all the materials uh, that are sent for destiny hero phoenix enforcer is actually soft bricks. If you think about it, they all generate advantage by themselves. Hmm. So. Fusion Destiny is not a brick. And the two materials used to summon it is soft bricks. Because even if you draw it, it's like it's not the worst when you draw them. You can still pitch them in the graveyard and stuff like that. They gain additional uh, effects if they're in the graveyard. So, okay, so... Of DPE, let's just take take his perspective here. Why do you think the OCG is so terrifying? Of why do you think they're terrified of DPE in the case of Dragoon? Well, the thing is, uh, yeah, like Anaconda, like well, the thing with the OCG and the TCG, like I think the OCG has more of an unhealthy metagame than we do, because they have Max mm. at 3 they have... Oh yeah, they put Crossout to 1, and it was at 2, and then they put like... Yeah. Another interesting thing that caught my eye was putting Torn Scales to 1. So maybe in the uh, TCG to slow down like the Phantom Knight decks nowadays that makes Destroy Phoenix Enforcer and, you know, Artifact Scythe, which blocks yeah. you in the extra deck. Um... It's a possibility that it gives us a hint or a clue that, you know, maybe they would ban, uh, or they can limit to uh, one torn skills, you know. True. Or I, I think know. banning torn skills would go too far. Like maybe banning scythe would be another thing, but they never. Well, if they want to hit PK, they can actually just do one fog blade. Is that and it- the one torn skills that can actually yeah. definitely work. I agree. Well, actually, Torn Scares is even worse. If they don't hit Fog Blade, they hit Torn Scares. But the thing is, I feel like hitting Fog Blade gives so much recovery. They have to be like, do I have my Negate? Or do I have my my Reborn? 
Or it's kind of like prank kids, where they're either going to hit the dodo that one, or they're going to hit yeah. Meow one, you know? Yeah. But they hit Meow because obviously Meow Meow is just too... Look, they even put Meow Meow one in the OCG as well. Because, you know, with the Brave tokens... Um, yeah. You know, with the Brave tokens, it's going to make it a lot more good. Yeah. You okay? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry if you hear a train in the background. Yeah, I'm just... Timmy has audio problems. He has a locomotive um, going on choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. I'm sorry, the, the train was not supposed <laughs> to... Be. Look, it's, it's, a, it's illegal to put the train horn at this time of night, actually, so I don't know why they have the train horn this late at night. Um, I don't know. Maybe you just have bad luck. Well, I'm sorry. I can't go inside my house. But we'll... Uh, enough of that. Anyways, continue about the meta. Um <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Brave Token come up in 2022 would be really interesting. I mean, it's a, it's, don't get me wrong. It's a 10-card engine. So it, it requires some really investment in the deck. But the mm-hmm. reason why it's, it's actually not terrible to run the 10-card engine is... Totally solely because of three effects. You summon a token, you have an Omni Negate, and you have the Equip spell that bounces cards to the hand. So those are the three reasons why the deck is actually pretty good. You have Searching for the Token Generation, Banish on a Graveyard, and you also have a plus three card advantage in the deck. So you go really plus when you do it. Mm. So with the in- when we are introducing Brave Token into the meta, which deck do you think will use it the most? Prank Kids. You think Definitely. Prank Kids? Yes. Prank Kids will abuse it? Yes, for sure. Why specifically Prank Kids? What is the synergy with the Brave Token engine with that Prankins don't really have? Um, well, the thing is with Prankins, they don't have any negates and like sure they have like Battle Ball and they have like Water Watcher. Those are like awesome cards. Even Rocket Ride is a really nice card. Yeah. Um, and awesomely, you know, totally awesome is kinda hard to make oh, on some boards. Actually, no, that is not true. All you need is polymerization and two kids and you actually got towed. Like yeah. Actually, you know, that's one of the ways to play around the bureau. Or like I said, I mentioned earlier when we were talking, uh, you can yeah. go Pelopsi to make either Baguska, not Baguska, because then you can, or actually, well, not Baguska, no, no, you can either make Dweller or you can make the Trap Trips for Flasia to send the Grave Diggers Trap Wolf, they turn into Biru, or whatever, and then they just take 2,000 damage for no reason. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, I don't know, that's just my thoughts on it, really. Um, yeah, it's a very but the let's see worst case scenario you use the base you use the token your end board is the army negate the butler pot twice Waigeki uh, Waigeki tribute Bow-a-Bart twice with Bow and if you're yeah. playing the destroy Phoenix Enforcer package you have that too. Because you okay, can only, because so, nowadays people are actually now playing the DPE engine, so with prank kids. So. Yeah, but like Brave Token and DPE and prank kids, that's not really okay, good. Okay, what's more ridiculous is an Alistair invoked with, you know, Shadals and then and, Dogmatica. And like, that's ridiculous too, especially with Mech Knights for crying out loud. My God. Can't tell me that's okay. not ridiculous. Okay, so invoke. Dogma Shadal with Knights. You cannot tell. Okay, hear me out. Okay, Okay, so hear me out. Invoke Dogma Shadal synergize with everything they do. Yeah. So, the deck, the entire thing, Shadal has grave effects that such schism. They also are with the Dogma package, Dogma with Punishment and 
Maximus and the Dio Servant, all three of those cards can potentially send a Shadal monster from the extra deck to trigger the grave effects. But here's invoke, the downside, though. He has to play. The- yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. Continue. I'm sorry. And then invoke. If. Let's say invoke. You draw. A. I don't know. You draw invoke. You normal summon it. You go. You go to secure Garner. And you have a Shadar in hand. You can actually. Send Secure Ghana and the Shadal to the graveyard. Summon Construct. If you summon Construct in the extra monster zone, you can now activate the Shadal that you sent from hand, cross the uh, Construct on field, and if you have Magical Meltdown, what you can do is chain block all of that. The last effect is Construct, they can't do nothing when uh, Construct Maybe. activates. You're also forgetting that App Cologne is also yes. a negate. And two things I want to point out. So the first thing is, um, instead of playing like the Omaraj Secure Guide now, what you could mm-hmm. do is to save some extra duck space and play less into Nibiru. You can play simply play the Magistus Link. Yeah, you can do that too. He gives yourself more extra deck space, and, you know, you play less than Bureau. And another thing I want to point out is, um... Oh, the downside is with the Dogmatic Engine, is you have to do in- your Invoked plays first, because it locks you into the extra deck. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, the entire thing of the Invoked Engine is to bait out Ash. Bait out <laughs> Hand Trap. No, 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 Hear me out. Okay. And you normal someone Invoked, I can almost always play Effect Vader, Impum, Gamma, <laughs> or Ash against you because they don't want to deal with Macaba. I mean, I guess. As, but... funny as, as funny as that is, you get the. Like, they spam it. They don't wait on it because they know if they wait, Macaba comes out and they can't use the hand trap, the monster effect to negate. Oh, it's even funnier because people are complaining, oh, normal summon Alistair, and, you know, <laughs> like, um... Normal summon, I, hey, if I got a hand trap out of you, I did my job, and you just go into the extra deck, play, and then go for the, if they, you know, if they, if they open Ash Impum against you, Ash the Invoker, and then Impum the Dogmatica, that's, you, basically... You screwed at that point, so. Well, right, another thing you need to worry about is uh, Droll and Lockbird. Like, you gotta make sure to, like, you don't play into Droll, you know? Like, um, yeah. like to say if you have Meltdown and Alistair in your hand. Um, yeah. To not play around Droll, you would know some of the Alistair, search invocation, whatever. And so what if they have Ash or Veiler? You can just activate Meltdown and then do it for yeah. the next turn. Or, if you're a good player, you already have Invocation in your hand anyways. Yeah. Um, and another thing I want to point out about invocation is that you can fusion summon any monster using material from your hand. So if you walk mm-hmm. into Lancia, I'm like, oh wait, you can't legally activate invocation. Yes, I can because you can fusion summon from your hand, and you can make like you know a Winda or Apcolone or like whatever you want, really. Um, if you're playing Shadows, if you're not playing Shadows, then the most you can maybe make is Macabre if you have a light monster in hand. Now, so. with um, the Shadol engine, you only play like a very small amount. Like, the yeah. best ones you would play would be Dragon and um, Ariel. Uh, another thing, another funny thing you would play, I think it's called Nest Shadol Fusion, I think it's called. Because yeah. then it would make it, with Under Meltdown, they can't respond to, like, the Apcolone negates, or, like, they can't respond yes. to the Apcolone search. So... That's why I think you play... I forgot the name of the Shadol, but I think it's Nest Shadol Fusion, I think it's called. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, I think Nest Shadol Fusion is the Link 2? Or Link 1? No, it's not a Link monster. It's another... It's a it's a, it's a Shadol... Oh, yeah, it's, it's a Equip spell. It's a Equip spell. Not an Equip spell. It's the actual monster. It's not... Wait, what? Um, it's one of the monsters. Like, it's, it's something. Like... Um, maybe it's, I got the wrong name. Um, 
<laughs> but it makes it where you can't respond to the F Colone's uh, effect. That's why you would play that. Dragon destroys back row, and then Ariel just banishes three cards in the graveyard. <laughs> Are you talking about, uh, uh, shoot. You're talking about, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, actually. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's what it's, I think it's, I'm trying to look at the monster. It's not, maybe it's not National Fusion. I'm trying to, it's not Hedgehog. It's not Squamata. It's not Hound. Oh, maybe it's, it's Kyos. Wait, this card's, Hand to the Graveyard Fist. No, it's not Kyos. Um, trying to, Oh, I think it is genius. Maybe. This card said by card fact, target one effect mounts on the field, and the player can activate that target's monster yeah, effect genius. on this field. Yeah, genius. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Play genius. That's the card on target. Yes. So it makes it where you can't respond to the Apcolone effect. So. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's decent. decent. But, like, okay, another thing with Invoke Dogma right now. Mm-hmm. They're totally not playing the Shadal engine right at the moment. Because what are you talking about? Yes, they do. No, no, no. They're playing the engine in the extra deck. They're not playing the main deck monsters as much. They're only playing like Ariel. Because Ariel vanishes. And the dragon pops back. Mm -hmm. Not as much. Dragons, I... no, usually uh, the deck's playing now is Ariel at the moment. They're not, they only play Dragon and Ariel if they're playing Shadal Fusion. They're not playing Shadal Fusion as much because they're playing the DPE package. What? No, you could still play the PE fact, uh, package with Shadal Fusion. What? <laughs> yeah, I but the thing is, the thing people... is, what? Okay, there's variations, and yes, you, you can use the Shadal Fusion package and play more monster names. It's just, it's not, eh, there's more cards you can play at the moment. I'm sure there is. <laughs> because Shadal Fusion only really gets you to early access to Construct or Winder, Opka Clone. Well, actually, thinking about it, if you have Meltdown in the field, and then you play Shadal Fusion, it cannot negate Shadal Fusion. And then it's Opka like Clone, Shadal Chism. Yep. It can't respond to Chism. Um, okay, so it's actually, yeah, um, it's still playable. Free Shadal Fusion and Aerial and Dragon. And they can send from deck. They can either basically summon. Oh my god, another train's coming. Oh, great. <laughs> they can either summon Construct or Output Clone, depending on what they want to do. <sighs> so, yeah, it's actually very advantageous to play it. But using hmm. the versions that are playing Shadow Fusion. It's usually a going second build. That's what I knew now. Because now they're playing DPE and all that stuff. They actually OTK more. But the, the, the Shadal Fusion is now really good in that aspect. And mentioning of DPE in Invoke. If they're under draw, they can still end on Macabre. They draw Invocation. And they can also, if they have, like, Celestia in hand, special summon without effect, go into Link Verde after Link summoning uh, Malinus or whatever from Invoke, and then that's how you do the combo. Hmm. Uh, let's go to... Talked about... Okay. We talk about DPE's impact on the meta... Um, there's also other cards from Burst of Destiny and Synchro Storm, and also Buzzes of Legend. Um, yes, yeah, one card of the Crooked Cook, the Crooked Cook combo. 
with Light and Shock and Astro Calibo. Um, I am familiar with the yeah. Oh yeah, those cards are quite interesting. I haven't really fully read the Astro Calibo, but I have actually owned the card when I pulled. Okay, so uh, Mm -hmm. Astro Calibo has the effect. Uh, you can special summon this card from your hand. Reveal a number monster, and it's it, it modulates level based on the rank of the monster of the number monster, and it has the other effect. It's not only a special summons itself, chains level according to whatever you reveal, but it also any monster, any number monster uses material gains this effect. Cannot be destroyed by battle and card effects. Mm-hmm. And then right hand shark has a similar effect. It's just any any uh if the only monsters touches as XYZ as water monsters, it gains the protection ability of not destroyed by battle. Hmm. And have you read number uh Crook? Yeah, I actually own Cook It yeah. Cook. Yep, so Cook It Cook is unaffected by other card effects if you control no cards. And it can if you activate a card and then the opponent's trying to chain something to get rid of Cook It Cook. Chain effect it's a quick effect to destroy monsters and spells you control in your field. Cook gains attack. Hmm. And the thing with uh, the effect is another thing is that if you have no monsters on your field, you literally have an unaffected monster that cannot be destroyed by battle. Hmm. What do you think of that effect? Uh, That's pretty interesting. And the and the deck is actually reliable for stalling for Exodia specifically. If you like to draw in your hand, you can literally afford to stall the entire game with an unaffected monster that cannot be drawn by battle. You can get rid of it, and if you don't play no cards, then you basically have a monster to be beaten. Hmm. So that's one combo that's been hitting the least combo. But we also have from Burst of Destiny, uh, the Baroness de Floor. What's your thoughts about that card specifically? A rank synchro level 10. Which one? Baroness de Floor. Ah, yes. This, yeah, Baroness. Such an amazing card. Like, it's good in Sword Soul. I know a good friend of mine, uh, he adores, and she also adores, uh, Baroness, both of them. <laughs> uh, it, I think it's, um, I think it's one of, I forgot who's riding the, the horse. I think it's either Lulu or one of the sword storm, or no, I think it's Nanya, and I, I, I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I like the card, you know, the fact you can just pop a card, and it's a, a negate. I like it. I mean, it has a really weird condition on the negate. It's probably once on while on the field. So once um, while this is on the field, it can negate. Yeah, that's the downside. Like, you know, Ghost Ogre can hurt it. Like, you know, if it's on, well, then it can't resolve its effect. If it's on the field, we use its effect. Um. But I don't really understand. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's because it's balanced by the fact that it's negate and destroy. That why it has that weird effect. That is a possibility, yeah. Hmm. And it is so splashable for level ten access. Yep, like they for sword tool they can make long yawn. Oh, not yeah. to mention you take twelve hundred damage for no reason. That's fun. You know, that's also a weird effect. It actually, it actually comes up so much though. You're like low on life points, and you just attack because shoot, 
if you actually do it, uh, you lose twelve hundred. You do the full combo with Baroness to four and the level eight that searches and also targeting banish banish a worm. That's actually game. If you think about it. Three thousand fifty eight plus the twelve hundred. Wait, no, it's a game. Fifty eight thousand six. Okay, it's not necessarily a game, but like that literally enables game by having a normal summon, special summon, special summon, twelve hundred damage. That's game. That's actually crazy to me. Hmm. Oh. Bills? Okay, so what do you think of the emergence combo going into Protoss? Oh, Protoss is just another... I actually lost that card today. It's just so unfair. You lost to Protoss at your locals? Yep. Wow. Well, they're able to search it off emergence. And, like, yeah, they're just able to summon it. Uh, what were you playing? Trevor right Gavir list. No, oh. Trevor Gavir Yeah. Wait, you were on Trevor Gavir list? Um, I was borrowing from a friend. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, How the heck did they break your board? Um... I'm trying to remember exactly. Um, I mean, if you did the, uh, if you, what was your? Oh uh, yeah, dark war. Yeah, dark. Yeah, dark war. You yeah. did you not send oath? I um that list that I played, I do not play oath. No wonder you oh. lost the dark war. You played oath, the entire combo. I also didn't play Karis or Kit either. They're just bricks. What? No. So you can't really say it's Trivergate Lilith, really. Well, the only Trivergate not... monsters you would play in the main deck would be, um... It would be the, um... Which McCoy? It would only be, oh, uh... Nerval and Fractal. Yeah. So uh, you don't play Chaos or Kit. You can at least play Chaos, because no. you, you can ditch it. You can well, yeah, discard him. You, you could play Karis, but I didn't know. I just I just kind of like Fractal Nerval. Huh? And I play more Layla. Your end board, would, it would be the same. Well, sort of the no, same. What was your end board? It had like that, that you lost Dark Order no more. I had Draco Future. I had Featherstorm. I had... The Samorg link, I had Avian. What else did I have? Oh, I had Sound Blue. Basically, the full combo board, really. Wait, 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 wait. Did you chain uh, Feather Duster? Uh, yeah, stupidly enough, I shotgunned. Uh, yeah, I should have done that. Yeah, I should have not shotgunned the Feather Duster. Yeah. Wait, did you did so you so you activate that card that had no monster effects, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no, they... no, 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 no. Wait, 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 no, no. It wasn't feather. No, it wasn't dark wood. I remember now. It was droplets. Except, <coughs> sorry. Yeah, now I remember. It was droplets. He droplets the um uh, the the avian, a storm blue, mm-hmm. and the Draco feature. But he did not hit the Simorg. But either that, I would still lost. Um. Okay, um, but did you would you play in Hobby Feather Duster? Feather Storm. Like I did, but I shotgunned it and then he had the uh droplet. So Okay, but if even if you shotgun Feather Storm. Yes. He, he didn't have any monster effects. That's right. So how the heck did he break your board? I just told you droplets. Like, he was able to beat him over with Ty. I think it was either Taiye or... Oh, uh, no, yeah, he had GXL on board. And Taiye, I think, yeah. GXL? 
She actually, like, the one that negates monster effects on field. That banishes oh. the sword soul in the grave or worm. Yeah, she exile. Oh, was he able? Wait. Did he have a token on field already? No, he had Taiye, which I tried negating. And he oh, also okay. had, um, Chiexa, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was able to play under the, even the Feathered Storm. Yep. Um, <laughs> Wait, the only way he's able to play is if he has the token or the Sigma already on field. What? Was the Sigma already on field? Yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell you, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's crazy. You don't play Oath. Um, yeah, oath. I don't play... Um, I mean, yeah, I know, like, yes, it Oaths, Dark Luna War, outs, you know, Droplets. But, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'd rather... I kind of... But I, told, I was told my friend, they told me I should play more defensive cards. Rather than... Because com- I see more of my combo than hand traps. So, to make it more balanced, I should make it where I should see my combo cards and hand drops. I think that's the only issue is with the deck. Well, my version, at least. Since I don't play Karis nor Kit, or the, uh, Oath. Well, do you play Diddy Quo? Obviously, yes, you do. I play one in the main, and I play two in the side. Okay, well, that's not terrible. And the hand traps I did play, main deck, two Nibiru, uh, three Imperm, the two Ash... And, um, and, uh, one Veiler. Why one Veiler? Uh, it's good against Sword Soul, the Sword Soul matchup. Oh. Um, but originally I was playing Talents, but instead of Veiler, um, I was playing two Talents in the main, but I decided that you could play into Droll. So I decided to take out two Talents to, to play Call by the Grave and the one Veiler. So. Mm-hmm. And it worked out pretty well. Oh, uh, yeah. And if anyone doesn't know what Tri-Brigade Mirrorless puts up, it's basically the ultimate end board that we've been playing is every monster floats. But a lot of times they do so many summoning that they still have the normal summon, like, after, like, kind of crazy. Um... Let's see, the end board is usually a monster negate. Apox Avion, which is a uh, spell trap monster negate that special summons from Zigmorg Link. And also the XYZ to bounce, what, four cards if you attach the materials? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you have four bounces and possibly... Oath and Grave, or a back row of some sort. Hand traps, if they draw it. Also, uh, Ancient Warrior Dragon Lords. They can also play that. They also it can end on Barrier Statue, which is only Wind Monsters Special Summon. And with, you know, if you were playing Kit, you would also send Rendezvous. Because with Rendezvous... It protects your linked beast, beast, warriors, wing beast from being destroyed by battle by card. It's like a bailing, basically. Uh, it's pretty yeah, cool, but that's also another card you can do too. Those were Easy. bricks, and that's why I stopped playing Karis and Kit altogether with uh, oh, okay. Usually, those cards are played to protect the barrier statue, yes. So, which I honestly think. <laughs> Actually, I think Barrier Statue is better than Apex Avion. Uh, I mean, I guess. But then, what about Sword Soul? They have wing monsters and like. Yeah, uh, true. But like, I feel yeah, like you either play Apex or Wind Statue. I don't think you should play both. Well, at least with Avion, you can just gain. It's like an infinite loop with Avion's work. Yeah. Um, the only infinite- reason why, like. A deck like Flunderese plays both is because they can. Yeah, so like, what is Barrier Statue going to do? Yeah, like, what is Barrier Statue going to do with this Flunderese? Like, it's just dumb. Like, just don't play it. <laughs> um, uh, no, 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 no. Actually, Barrier Statue 
And Thunderleaves is actually broken. Exactly. It's, so Barry Sasha does nothing versus them, is what I meant. Well, oh. yes. Yeah. But with the Thunderleaves matchup, they can potentially end on Apex Avion. Mm-hmm. Bounce it, return it back to the hand. During the opponent's turn, perform another normal summon and then tribute summon for Apex Avion and get another negate on the field. So you can actually loop it twice, get two negates, and you can also do like combos with like uh, Mega Live Stormforth, yeah, the Mega the Mega Monarch Wind version to target a card in the grave. Hand and graveyard back return to the deck, I think. Isn't like return three cards? Hmm. Yeah, isn't it the mega the mega uh mega monarch when when beast? Am I right? Mega monarch? Yeah, that's Raza. Yeah, Rise of the Mega Monarch can actually spin three cards from the hand, field, and grave back to the deck, which is actually really decent. I can keep looping it as well. And this also you can use opponent's monsters as a tribute summon too, which is actually pretty good. And it's also just it's basically the anti-meta equivalent, and the but it's a popular deck. I don't know. I like that matchup, though. It's a pretty brain-dead deck, actually, if you ask me. Oh, it's better than normal summon Alistair. Am I right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I guess. But, like, normal summon... A normal... Okay, imagine a normal summon attribute summon that basically says... All special summon monsters cannot activate their effects if they're in attack position. Mm-hmm. And battle protection to banish a card, discard a card, banish that, uh, banish a card, gain, uh, is it, yeah, basically banish a card to destroy, uh, attack modulation. You make the monsters current attack half. Hmm. So yeah, battle protection and an anti a base a anti metal strategy. That also brings up uh, PK in this format. Mm-hmm. PK is one of those decks that can just really abuse Stife. To the point where the follow up is really game. What do you think about PK in the format? Like, <laughs> I think a funny way to win with them is you're playing the Burning Abyss engine. You go Barbar wow. for game. <laughs> Why Barbar specifically? <laughs> oh well, well, because Barbar um, gets into the graveyard. Um, you know, banish three Burning Abyss and clean himself, and Pun takes damage. I don't know if that's a funny way to win. Um, But anyway, memes aside, memes aside, uh, PK uh, Rebus are really, really good. The fact they can have, like, Bardiche recently, well, not recently, but it's been at three since it did got banned. That's because of Lunalite. Let's not go back to that time. (laughs) It's actually currently limited. They can only play one copy. They usually play one copy anyway. Yeah, it's... uh, Bardiche got to three. No, 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 no. It's, It's at one. Oh, okay. I thought it was. They took it off the forbidden list. They feel like it's too abusive with three, so they put it at one. I thought it was at three. I don't know why I thought about that, but no. (laughs) And then they can you play Levier, Levier to like shuffle back your banished, and then you know he plays again, and you have some boots or fog blade or pog blade, (laughs) Um, and you got you know. Silent Gloves, the Sunday card, you got Torn yeah. Scales in the graveyard. I think putting Torn Scales to one would really... Yeah, again, the OCG ban list, they put Torn Scales to one. 
to hurt these types. Oh of yeah, guys. and don't forget the Burning Abyss engine has now been unlimited. So what makes the deck even better is that they have access to the Burning Abyss engine. You know, any link if any two monsters on the field equals full PK uh, combo. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But any crazy. two monsters on the field is PK combo. And it's also the fact they can just play Beatrice as well. Beatrice can play it in many decks. You play it in Drytron. Yeah. You play it in Virtual World. And it's kind of funny because I see many years yeah. nobody was able to beat over Beatrice Pass. Like, you can just send a Farfa to banish a card until the end of the turn. Send Token Collector against Sword Soul. And there you go. And uh, yeah, Beatrice is just an amazing card. And if you want to meme more, you can play yeah. the Dante Fusion Monster. <laughs> Or gay Dante. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, don't forget, they can still play under Token Collector and Sword Soul. They can still Synchro Summon, Summon Emergence. Oh, if they, uh, if they draw a really sick hand with uh, the tin, Tinnies, they can make the Fusion, the Synchro Monster, I think level 8, the Ying Zhang Monster, Emergence. <laughs> Go for Protos. So you have specifically have the Cyphlar as well. Yeah. So that's why PK plays like Dog, the Artifact Dagma and Finish Enforcer to pop Scythe. And also they play Dragoon if they wanted to. So this is why we can't live in a format where both Destroy Phoenix Enforcer and Dragoon are in the game. Like, we just can't. We're just oh, unfair. Yeah. And also, they can pop Scythe. Uh, PK actually can pop Scythe twice. Well, in their uh, next turn, they can make Dragoon. Like, how is that even fair? And you know? they can actually, like, for example, um, oh, does the combo if they have fog blade and break sword and grave? What they can do? Banish. Don't stand by phase. Chain. They can either chain DPE or the break or the fog blade to get away from impum. So if you do DPE pop scythe, then what you can do. <coughs> You can basically pop Verde and then pop uh, Scythe. If they have like Imperm or Droplets, they're going to Imperm the DPE to prevent Scythe from. Uh, and you have the second effect Fog Blade banishes special summons to a zone that Rusty points to. Rusty can then, his XYZ monster, destroy a card in the field, pop Scythe. So I can pop Scythe twice in one turn to go up to the play around Chalice, Droplets, and End Pump. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Or if you want to counter that, you can play Ghost Mourner. Yeah. True. You can play Ghost Mourner. It will actually counter that really heavily. Another way Indeed. they play around it is if they, you know, I know when they play against <laughs> around evenly. They pop Scythe and uh -huh. pop Phoenix Enforcer. But they pop both of that to get Scythe online. So even if an evenly match, they can still make the combo and then you can't play the next turn. <laughs> okay, so the main problem with... Let's go back to Protos for a second. Because I feel yeah. like... Okay, Scythe and Protos, which one's worse? Uh, well, the thing with Protos, you have to summon it by banishing. Um, so just really, the real question is, what's easier to summon, a Scythe or uh, the Protos? Because so Protos, you have to summon it by banishing three monsters with different attributes from your hand. No, sorry, not your free hand. That was what I'm saying. Field or in the graveyard. And with Scythe, they can only trigger its effect when it's special summoned. And with uh, a special summon, it's using Destroy Phoenix Enforcer to destroy it. Or mm -hmm. Sanctum. So, yeah. And Sanctum are trap cards, and trap cards are really slow in the game. So, I'd probably say Protos would be easier to summon. True. 
Well, okay, so, but the thing is, Protoss is actually harder than such in the deck. That is true, you're right. Scyther is or... so much easier to such. You have... Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What type is Scythe? Type is Fairy. I would incorrect that, because you know what Protoss can be also searched off of? Small World. That's another card we should talk about, a Small World. True. Like a card that's released in Burst of Destiny, which also impacted the meta. Because now decks like Prank Kids and Trapper Galerialist and many other decks can play this card. It's really insane. The fact they can search any monster in the game only by just sharing of an attribute, a level, uh, a type, an attack, whatever you want. Mm. The card is really nice. Um, oh, yeah, it makes. Uh, and to think about it, it's actually balanced in the fact you can only activate once per turn, a hard once per turn. You can only activate one of these once per turn. So it's what does that like mean? That. Okay, so it's not like it's not a sort of like fossil dig, which if you have three fossil dig, you can activate all three fossil dig in one turn. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can only activate one copy of Small World a turn. That is the restriction mm-hmm. on the card. It's actually balanced because it only searches one thing. And if it were to get Ash, it reveals the card as cost, I believe, right? It reveals the card as cost. Okay. But if it gets Ash, they st- uh, I think they still get banned, though. Really? It's cost- yeah, it's cost-, it's cost to reveal it. So, when you do it, you reveal the card in your hand, you reveal the card in your deck, and then you also say which target you're searching. So, at resolution, both copies get banished, and then you search. If you ask, you basically go, you lose a lot of a card advantage. If you go, it's, it's negative three to such one card. Basically mm. negative two, as is. You get a zero card in your hand, banish that, and then banish the card from your deck face down. Search the card. And it's a, once per t- it's a hard once per turn. Only activate one of, the, one of these cards once per turn. Mm. So it has yeah. heavy restriction. But it's a it's a combo piece that can search any monster in the game. It's actually really powerful. Hmm. So if you really think about it, it's balance. Hmm? I don't know. Would you say it's balanced in card design, or you think it's too still even with the restrictions, it's still busted? Ah. Uh- Probably in card design wise, it's kind of strong. I can give it that. I mean, such any card's pretty strong, but it does have pretty good balancing effect. You can't loop it. You can't use it three times in one turn. But mm-hmm. I mean, you go negative two to such this card, so it has to be really good to play at negative two. Well, yeah, it recently won uh, events. Like uh, Ben Kruzkamp, his name is. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. German player. He uh, he's the one that topped with it. Um, yeah, he won the event with it. And there's also won an online event, a different German player. So yeah. Mhm. It's kind of crazy. It. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that it, it's negative two. But even with that restriction, even if it ban- even if it banishes face down. You can't recover the cards banished face down anyway. That's true. Everything about it is actually designed really well, but as strong as the effect is. That doesn't mean it should go back, it should skyrocket in price to $40 a card. I don't think that is reasonable. But, you know, that's your deal. It's any card like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, 
So let's talk. No, we talked about some of these decks. The uh, busted Protos is banish three attributes. No, banish yeah, banish three attributes from the graveyard, and then you can declare an attribute on the field. Destroy that attribute. Now you have to have you have to control the attribute. The attribute has to be on the field in order to destroy that monster to get the effect. Once you destroy it, you put neither player can special summon monsters with that attribute until the end of the next turn. Mm. Now that's the good thing about Protoss. It doesn't have to destroy the monster to make its effect alive. If you just call Dark, destroy itself, because it's protected if it's destroyed by card effects, it still resolves. That's just one interaction with Protoss. I think mm. Protoss and Ecatus, the other one, I think Protoss... Oh, you mean Estados? Yeah, Estados. They're both really good, and I still... I think, yeah, I think Escados probably be better, because yeah. um, actually, I'm also playing with... Um, if we looked in the polymerization chat, or the yeah. polymerization club that me and my friend made, um, we, uh, you know, we discussed how, uh, how it actually topped an event. Actually, no, not yeah. topped it. One an event with prank kids and uh, in a side deck. So that's what I've been testing lately. So because of that, I think a lot of people didn't expect the card, but now if Protos, who they're going to expect Escados, you know? True. Um, and the thing with the Escados, uh, the packets that they played, they played Reproductus, which uh, if you summon a monster pointing under the zone it points to, Basically, you can declare a monster, like, it has two link pointers, pointing down, pointing up. So if your opponent has a link monster, and you're able to, if, you, if your opponent has a monster, and it's pointing to, what, to a link zone, up, you can actually declare an effect, say you want to call, you can change, brief productions can either change attribute, or can change typing on the field. Hmm. So now you have now made Protos and Exitos live for each effect to destroy that monster with that attribute or uh, type. Isn't that weird, though? You can just go to link two, and if you have a way to search Exitos or Protos, you literally just call whatever you need the attribute or type. Mm. That's yeah. kind of broken, really. Hmm. Not gonna yeah. lie. And also, Ethitos is actually very searchable because of the dragon support. That That's too, another yeah. thing about that card. Uh, you can just play the Chaos Engine. I think Chaos Space searches it. If I'm not mistaken. Does the Chaos Space searches? Yeah, Chaos Space searches the card. Mm. I don't know. Chaos Space is in really. That's where I had another thought a card that in my slide. Maybe put Chaos Space to one or ban it. Um. <laughs> Gets a lot of advantage for free. I remember when it first came out of Toon Chaos, I knew that card was mm. going to be good at some point. Hmm. Yeah, because it searches and then banishes, and then once it banishes, it adds either a dark or light. So you can just add Esotos to the hand. I'm surprised Dragon Link doesn't play Esotos as much, even though they can't um, have access to it. Uh, I mean, you don't see a lot of people nowadays playing Dragon Link, you know? Well, oh, well true. They have to banish like three different types from their graveyard. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's only another like dragon. They're only they're only playing dragon, dragon. Yeah, so. it's kind of yeah. 
Now just leave. Yeah, the, at least he can play as Scarlet and Trebrigade Lyrilis because they play Beast, Beast Warriors, and Wing Beasts. Like they're all three yeah. different types. Yeah, but they don't need. Why do they need to play that card? It helps exactly. Like, like if they call. I mean, I guess if they call Worm, but like they don't need to play it because they fucking have an almost unstoppable board. Then yeah, that's another thing. What do you call? Like, what do you? What type do you call? Do you call like maybe like against Infernobles? You can call Warriors against. Uh, yeah, what do you even call at that point? You know, that's you only that's call monotyping. So, I mean, there's only and let's see, monotyping in this format only hits the decks like Invoke, Spellcaster, uh, Sword Soul is uh, Worm type. They can't summon any Worm types, so they can't do any combo. And then Sword, and then PK is Warrior. But they have to. Con- it's it's a lot easier. It's actually very hard to declare that type if you can't destroy it. Hmm. So you like you have to do like a link to. They just go a bunch of minus on the combo in the list. They don't need it. Yeah, there's some link productus, and then some and then manipulate where link productus points to. All monster declare that attribute or typing. Yeah, I don't see it being really good. Mm-hmm. What's going? On? We have we are going to conclude this episode, but before we go, um, what is your thoughts about Nibiru, Golden Lockbird, and Imperm and Effect Veiler this format? You think they're really strong? Um. Well. I guess I'll tell you what, like, are the strongest hand traps in the format. So, obviously, yes. Like, we'll start off Impermanence, um, Effect Veiler, and Ghost Mourner. Um, I think those are, like, the best so far. And um, a hand trap that people, I'm actually considering playing the side deck, will be Cypher and Game, uh, Gear Gamma. And the reason why is because the, it's the only hand trap in the game that negates and destroys um, uh, you know, a monster effect. The only hand trap in the game. Yeah, sure, you have Driver. Like, well, hey, most people win by having Driver in their hand. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, like Driver for game. Or like, I mean, so, anyways, yes. Valor, Imperm, and Ghost Mortar are really, those are like the tops. Droll as well is a really strong hand trap. Ash Blossom is always has been a strong hand trap. The fact Ever well, since it came out, format, Maximum Crisis, it's it's yeah, always this been really format. This format, it's just a, it's me or Oko. With Ghost Bell, the Ghost Bell really sucks. No one plays Ghost Bell. Yeah. Um, what else they have? Ghost Ogre may be an interesting thing. The only difference is against Trebergy Lyrilisk, if they have yeah. the um Cobalt Sparrow attachment material, they cannot yeah. target Cobalt Sparrow. You know, the, the recital Starling, because, you know. So, yeah. um, but Ghostogre is something to consider, really. And, of yeah. course, Nibiru is also a really strong hand trap as well. Lantia yep. is pretty strong against Invoked and Trevor Key Lairlisk. Yep. Um, so is another card. And Dimensional Shifter, another card that hurts prank kids, any graveyard decks like Drytron and Fan Light Brain Abyss. So, those are cards I would also watch out for as well. Well,. The only deck it doesn't hit is Sword Soul, which is kind of crazy to me. Sword Soul just plays right. Yeah, oh yeah, DD Crow. Oh, DD Crow does nothing either. Exactly. Like um, yeah, DD Crow's only played that one because it's. Um, DD Crow's more yeah, the Strike Striker matchup. Trevor, and the thing with Sky Trigger is they kind of they're not really good right now. Like, let's be honest. Like, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just my opinion. I mean, if they go first, you can't necessarily break the board if they have Phoenix Enforcer, two Widow Anchor, and maybe an Imperm or an uh, Effects Bailer. How can you get through that? That's three in the gates plus a destroy. And don't get me wrong, you're right. Like, multi roll is a really strong card, and that's why it's not one. Yeah. And I don't know why they put Engage on one either. That was dumb. Yeah. 
Well, that wraps up this particular episode. Um, yeah, we just basically talk about what 2022 will look like, currently what's happening now, and what's going to still be happening after the new year hits. So, Well, we didn't really discuss IRL events. Like, you know, uh, the YCS that's supposed to be coming, like, like Netherlands is under lockdown. So I don't think an Ustrich is going to happen. And we're not sure about, like, the one in Pasadena. You know, we're not sure. But Netherlands is in lockdown, so I doubt Utrecht is going to go off. Um, I mean, yeah, remote doors is still going to be a thing. That's just Yeah, there's, be... even today, right now, there's actually yeah. day two of the YCS remote duel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, even with uh, IOL events, it's still, remote door is still being played out because of COVID and everything. It's kind of uncertain what 2022 is going to be for the Yu-Gi-Oh game and how the game's going to change. The only way we're going to see massively is on the next ban list. But if anything is in in uh hinting at what the ban list could be, the OCG, maybe you know the some of the limits and hits and could be a sign for like. Final Fusion Destiny, Torn Scales, we don't know. So, with that, I think... Yeah, it's unknown. Let's hope for a good ban list. Maybe even that's the game. But the format right now, the way it's looking, is every deck, even the meta decks... Even rogue decks can compete right now. So it's an even playing field. <laughs> the uh, No, the meta decks right now are not overly broken, except for like, Lilith's Tribrigade. That's the only overly broken deck at the moment. But other than that, all the other decks is beatable. Because usually stores so like Blackout, Negate, and Omni Negate, Monster Negate, Pop 2 in the field. And maybe Hand Traps. And there's other plays too, but that's like the standard for that build. Invoke is like one negate, one pop, or monster negate with uh, the floor. So it really depends on what the meta is. It, PK, if you can play under Scythe, it doesn't really affect you that much. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this segment. And this concludes the 18th episode of MC Anime. Over out. Anything to say, Chemist? Um, um, if you guys are interested in the game, um, just uh, yeah, it's um, at first it's very complicated, but once you get used to it, it's it's kind of really easy to understand. That's just my point of view of it. But um, yeah, until next time, I guess. Um, yeah. <clears throat> All right, that concludes it. Thank you, guys.